0: This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. buddy. Hold the here. Hold the brake. it out, straight it out, it out. will be out here.
1: Hold the brake here. All right that, Hey, everybody. It's Dale Jr. from Daytona Monday morning. Yeah, that was just a, ter- a terrible way to finish the race. You never want to spin out and crash. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> sometimes I guess that's going to happen. We... um First off, we were really surprised by how handling was such a factor in the race on Sunday. So, and the reason why that was such a curveball is because we ran the Unlimited at night. We now run the Duels at night. <clears throat> the Duels we used to run at the daytime, and that was such a good measuring stick to how your car was handling and how much work you needed to do. And it's really got a lot of guys scrambling to do a lot more practice on Friday and Saturday. Well, now we run the duels at night, mainly because the network's like that time slot. We all, you know, don't really handle bad. Our cars handle good at night. And so nobody's freaking out and there's no practicing on Friday and Saturday and then we race on Sunday and everybody's, everybody's a big, you know, everybody's surprised. So the cars were uh, really, really tight off of the turn four. A little bit tight off a turn two, but the wind was really the big factor for why it was tight off a four. A lot of guys are loose. At Daytona, you trim the cars out. So what you're doing is trying to drop the back of the car. You pull the fenders in on the front so you don't really have much downforce. You flatten out the splitter. You do a lot of things just for pure speed in a straight line. So the cars, a lot of guys are really loose and a lot of guys are really tight. Um, The 24 spun out. He pushed and then snapped, and, uh, you know, the 22, I saw him pushing real bad off the of turn four after, uh, after a few laps. But it was, uh, you know, that's I think that's why the low line was so good. We'd been using the top, making the top work real good in all the races all through Speed Weeks. But for whatever reason, the low line was where you had to be. The outside worked at the end of the race, and I thought it was working for me right before we wrecked. You know, the Gibbs cars got up there and got up front, and they they just held that track position. I think once you get up front, you know, it's real, t- real hard for somebody to get up there and take it from you. That's where we needed to be, but we just we couldn't hold it. We couldn't stay there. So we worked on the balance of the car. Uh, we kept loosening the car up, and we eventually made it just too loose. And I uh, was getting real aggressive right when we spun out. We were starting to go forward. We were passing some guys on the outside. I was up beside the fourth-place car, and I was getting ready to just, uh, draft the quarter panel, I, yeah, I turned the wheel real hard in the middle of three and four. To I drove up the corner, getting in in the center of the corner to let him go by me slightly so that when we got to the exit of the corner, I was right on his quarter panel, right at the back of his car so I could side draft him perfectly and i have been making passes that way. And uh, as soon as I turned the wheel to get back to him for the exit to be able to side draft, it just spun out. So it really, I don't know, that was, that that just sucked. Tore up Amelia. I don't know if we'll fix it or not. They might build a new one. Either way, we, you know, I think I'm through naming cars. That certainly got a lot more media (laughs) coverage than I was ready for. But that's just the way it is. We'll try to, we'll either fix it or build a new one to go to Talladega. I expect us to be strong when we go there. Handling, you know, Talladega won't be quite as big a deal as it is at Daytona. Daytona's tighter, you know, it's just a different racetrack, and uh, handling's, you know, handling's always been a little more critical at Daytona, so I'm not so concerned about having these plate racing issues that we had at at Daytona 500 at the other races. I think the uh, July race for Daytona running at night will be fine, we'll be, you know, have a lot of grip, and there won't be so many issues, but that certainly was tough. Yeah, we started moving forward and that was basically because we had finally got the car to where it was free, turning, wasn't quite as tight off a of turn four, and you know I don't know I was just really getting aggressive to because I knew the time was running out. We needed to get to the front. We weren't gonna we weren't gonna win the race from eighth place with ten laps to go. So we had to start getting there. It was 50 laps to go or so. <clears throat> so I don't know. That was just really frustrating. I know that it seemed like everybody and their mother picked us to win and uh so i hate to disappoint but i don't know that was a great exciting finish for the sport so i was glad for that it's a great way to start the season for the sport so it's a good day for nascar either way and uh denny's a great plate racer so i was um not surprised to see him win and obviously the gibbs guys were fast they worked together but, man, you know, I wouldn't call it working together. They just had great cars and they all ended up up front. So, uh, you know, they didn't they didn't get together from, you know, 15th and drive to, drive to the front together. They just all did great pit strategy that placed them up front and then they stayed there. I uh got to give them credit, man. They had awesome cars. And like I said, Danny's a great plate racer. I was happy for a True X. Really, you know, good friends with him. So, glad that he had a good run. But uh that's about it, I guess We'll take take it easy. I'll
2: see you. Spy and Dale just launched an all-new series of sunglasses featuring paint schemes from some of his most prominent sponsors like Nationwide and Diet Mountain Dew. Head to Spy Pop-Up Shop in the Fan Zone by Gate 13 in Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend to check them out. With Mike Davis, with first name Davis, I am Taylor Zarzer. That's a downtrodden
3: Dale Earnhardt Jr. there. Yeah, upsetting. Yeah, but you know what? I don't think he need, he has anything to hang his head on. I mean, that was a really good speed weeks for us, with the exception of the the final outcome. To be honest with you, but he spent a lot of time, whether it was practice or the duels, he spent a lot of time on top of that leaderboard. That car uh, and and Dale Jr. I mean, they they won practice. They won the final practice. I mean, so it was fast. Just uh, it was fast in the wrong times, and um, you know, I, I think it was a good speed weeks for the team and uh, just didn't get the outcome that we have.
2: There's no question it was, and um, I'm sure as time goes on, he'll be fine. I mean, like he tweeted uh, on Sunday, he said, 23 years in racing, the highest of highs and crushing defeats still overwhelm. You never get used to it. Neither sticks around long enough. He'll be fine in a couple of days. But I'm honestly, I'm, I'm okay with him feeling the way that he feels. I'm kind of glad he feels sure. the way he feels, to be honest with you, because um, it shows how much he cares. It shows – how much it means to him. The first thing out of this guy's mouth, always after a disappointing result, is sure hate letting everyone down today. Yeah. It's why Junior Motorsports exists. It's why the guy is wired the way he is. It's why we want to do this podcast all all the time. It's be, it's why you and him invented this podcast. He cares so much about everyone connected to him, uh, so I really appreciate how much it means.
3: Well, if, if he sounds downtrodden, it's because he's probably embarrassed that he spun out on his own, didn't have right. any help doing that. I'm here to tell you that I would rather him be getting after it like he was doing totally. and spin out by himself than get collected in a big 20-car wreck that had nothing to, of our doing. Do you know right. what I'm saying? Oh, totally. I would much rather have Dale uh, end his race the way he had to, uh, going for fourth and, and making a move to the front.
2: On television, on Fox, right after the race, he said, and he alluded to it a little bit here In his comments, but he said it on uh, during his interview after the race, or uh, I guess during the race, he said we're going to have to do more drafting in in the future on Friday and Saturday in practice, and I think he's right. And and look, I don't have anything; I have no problem with the preparation, preparation, and the game plan. In fact, I've completely supported it because it was all about getting Amelia to to Sunday, getting it to the race. Because, man, if we can unload this thing on Sunday, we got the best machine out there. And I I still feel that way. Yeah. But to his point, one thing that probably didn't get enough attention was what he said. All these races are at night. And then you, Friday and Saturday, you just want to go out there, run a few laps, and have the best car out there, by the way, in practice uh, in terms of speed, and let's just get to the race. I think in hindsight, because of the different temperature and conditions – more drafting has to be done because you can't, unfortunately, Mike, in the last few years now, with those races going to FS1 primetime on Thursday night, you can't simulate the Daytona 500.
3: Well, Tony Stewart brought up that point when he did that live interview, which I thought was phenomenal by having him on the phone during the live broadcast. But he said the same thing is that, you know, the guys are now just now finding out what they have because you've been racing at night, even in the Unlimited, even with different cars, and then – you don't really want to draft hard in practice because you're worried about tearing your car up. And I'm with you. I don't want to tear our car up either. I like the way they approached it. That being said, when you do have handling issues, you end up spending 100 laps, as we did, trying to figure out how to get it to handle better. And I think we did, but, you know, we, we certainly weren't spending all that time up front. So, uh, yeah, it's a catch-22. I, it, I I was so paranoid that we would scratch up that car before the race that I almost yeah. didn't even want him to practice.
2: One one other thing that was interesting is you know after they called for 2 instead of 4 and got shuffled back there uh, after dominating the first what 20 laps or so of the race mike it was interesting to hear Dale Jr on the radio talk about how different the car was in dirty air than it was out front because that car has been out front so much in the last couple of years that it's It's harder to prepare for when you're racing in a huge pack like that than it is out front, Um, but you could hear it in Dale Jr.'s voice obviously saying, man,
3: this is a different car in dirty air. As most are, Yeah, uh, to the point of that car being used to being out front, it has led laps every time it hit a racetrack. The 15 laps that he led on Sunday were the fewest of all the races that he led, but that just goes to show how really good that car was. Uh, But, yeah, you know what? The two tires, four tires thing, clearly he said there towards the end, I don't know if it's in our uh, nationwide radio chatter segment, but he was like, I'm going to need four tires at the end, and I disagreed with him. I know that the handle of the car is affected by two to four tires. I get that. But that race was clearly being set up to be able to take two tires on that final pit stop rather than four. Because of track position? Because of track position. It sort of dictated itself uh, by, um, oh, the fact that we ran through debris. And so we had to take four tires. Uh, I can't remember what lap it was. I got it right here. Um, we had to take four tires, uh, yeah, during the, th- the third caution on lap 120 because he ran through debris. But you take four tires there, so you take either two or zero tires on your final stop and then gain all those track positions. So I, I thought there we were an advantage there.
2: I see what you're saying, but I think one of the reasons Junior felt that way, I'm sure, is because Jimmy took two, the first two stops, and absolutely got – I mean, you could clearly tell it was the wrong decision. While everyone else was taking four, and uh, and Jeff Gordon kept talking about that. He was phenomenal, by the way. That guy, um, wish him well. He is born to be in a booth. He's going to do a great job. Uh, and he's getting a lot of credit for it, and he deserves it. But one of the things and – and also, listening on MRN a little bit, Rusty Wallace said the same thing. He was like, I don't – I wonder – how much Gibbs and other teams are paying attention to what's going on with Hendrick taking those two tires instead of four at the beginning because you could tell it made a difference. But I understand your point because it's different, it's different towards the end of the race, though, to your point, Mike, because track position is paramount.
3: It's interesting because they did take two tires there in that first pit stop. I thought the reason he fell back was more because he was bogged down behind the 41. Do you remember this?
4: Yeah, he got stuck in traffic. He got stuck in traffic, and he's on this
3: outside line, and for whatever reason, Kurt Busch was just stupid loose and just bottling everybody up. And there's TJ Majors giving us, uh, you know, immoral signs and uh – uh, and that was actually around trying the same to destroy. Time. He's trying to destroy our podcast
2: now that he has his own. Yeah. yeah, no,
3: he's trying to destroy our podcast the way he destroyed our race yesterday. Oh, come on! Wow, wow! <laughs>
2: Shots fired.
3: How about that? Uh, but but anyways, you know. But as it turns out, the two tires probably did affect the, his ability to get back up there. And so, um, at the end of the day, drivers want their tires drivers want their tires. Yeah. They don't I don't totally. I don't know that any driver just loves getting two tires or no tires. They want rubber on their – They want their best handling race car. I just
2: thought it was interesting cuz Jimmy also went through that twice. He didn't change four until gosh, like 80 laps into the race. Is that right? See, yeah. I didn't even know that. And I was just paying attention to that because obviously very very similar situation with uh with Jimmy and with uh with Dale Jr. Um Joe get, it it's funny you're going to hear this and you're going to hear outrageous people um, that I don't want to give too much credibility to. They're going to say, oh, this is ridiculous. Joe Gibbs Racing has lapped the field. Uh, I'm sick and tired of being a subpar operation. I'm not going to give much credi- not much time for those people. But there's no question these are the greatest days of Joe Gibbs Racing. I mean, let's just be honest about it. They just won a championship with Kyle Busch. They just won the Daytona 500, obviously, with uh, Hamlin and Kenseth had an incredible car the entire day. Uh, Obviously, Kyle Busch led the most laps. And then you've got uh, Martin Truex, who's got uh, a Joe Gibbs engine that was right there. And to Dale Jr.'s point, he didn't think it was much teamwork as it was just every car being so incredibly competitive. And um, when that happens, you're going to hear especially Junior Nation get frustrated.
3: Yeah, and I don't buy it either. You know, I think that a team is uh, well within their right and they're expected to show up with their best stuff. And Toyotas and, and Joe Gibbs Racing certainly brought their best stuff. And they you saw it all week in Speed Weeks. Dale Jr. had been
5: yeah. pleading
3: to people saying, listen, quit acting like I've got this thing won. Do you see the competition that I've got out there? Look at the Gibbs cars. Denny Hamlin was fast all week. Yeah. Kyle Busch goes and wins the other duel. Um, and so you knew the Gibbs guys were going to be there. The, the thing that – and I got to – think back through the race the thing that i'd noticed is that there just wasn't a whole lot of hendrick cars up there even when dale was at the front i don't remember him having any teammates nearby i think
2: i think that's a big part of the frustration mike is that casey kane has gone through a rut in the last couple of years i mean this what casey kane's going through right now feels like what dale jr was going through in 2009 2009 2010 yes jimmy johnson since the middle of last season has struggled, Mm -hmm. let's just be honest, and he did not have a good speed weeks at all. Uh, Chase Elliott certainly looks like he has an extraordinarily bright future, had an unfortunate situation very early Early. in the race, very similar to what happened to Dale Jr. late in the race, by the way, also in uh, in Calamity Corner or whatever uh, they call it down there in in Turn 4. So it was. It was a bad week. For I guess ultimately it was a bad outside of Dale Jr.'s performance. It was a, it was a bad week for Hendrick Motorsports. You certainly could look at what Chase did on Saturday, which was fantastic, and I know everybody at layers fired up about that. But and Junior Motorsports, yes, I think that <laughs> I think that, uh, and you'll have a beer toast here sometime soon. I would hope. Yeah. Uh, but I guess it speaks in larger part to the performance of Jimmy and Casey, really.
3: Yeah, it was it was uncharacteristic for Hendrick. Yeah, but uh, I. I don't know that I'd go so far as to say they had a bad speed weeks. Uh, I just they weren't the storyline that we're probably used to, and Gibbs was. And that felt unnatural. Hendrick, yeah. It felt unnatural. He typically dominate you know. That being said, I want to say this about the Speed Weeks. I was actually very relieved that the storylines and the theme of the Speed Weeks was about the racing and not some off-the-track or weirdness. You know, last year, if you remember, Kurt Busch was having off-track issues and was facing a suspension. Kyle breaks the his entire leg.
2: race was about Kyle not being right. Kyle not so, being yeah. in it. And
3: this, this Speed no, Weeks.
2: No debris was going into the
3: stands. Into the stands. It seems like every year there's just something weird that happens and if it's a, you know, a rules change or whatever. This felt like it was just about raw speed and the best of the restrictor plate racers being up there in the front, and that was gonna what was going to uh, – I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And uh, it was a sold-out and crowd. That. And it was a sold-out crowd. You got the, the newness of uh, Daytona Rising. You had the, the weather was perfect, and the racing was good.
2: You had the closest finish in the history. And the, the closest
3: finish. I like a Speed Weeks where that's the storyline. All right, let's get to that finish. Did
2: you want my man Marty – Truex, yeah, to run Denny Hamlin into the fence. Well, there at the end, because he questioned himself after it was over, just spur of the moment. He said, Maybe I should have run him up the hill. And I was like, Yes, you should have run him up the hill.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know many people that can do that without taking themselves out, though. And that's maybe he could have, I don't know. But uh, they were leaning on each other already. Yeah, I mean, they, they were beating and banging all the way to the start finish line. It was an exceptional finish. I did want Truex to win it. Truex is a friend. Uh but uh I will say this. I think there are two measures in which fans, and I, I myself am one, uh that uh, you know decide if a driver earned it, earned the win. And that those measures are whether they led laps or the most laps, and the other measure is if they did something to affect the outcome and therefore win the race. Denny did both. And therefore Oh you so very regardless of what you think the guy earned that win oh, completely across the board and, and even made that move without wrecking the entire field. You know, go, splitting Kenseth and Truex was remarkable coming off four, knowing already how slick that corner is. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they kept it uh, clean and then raced to the finish, was, it was awesome. I mean, it really was. First name Davis. You want Truex to run Hamlin up the hill?
4: I was hoping for it. I think most of America was hoping for it as <laughs> but well. But to
2: Mike's point, he was a very worthwhile winner. Yeah. Nobody's going to question that. You're absolutely right, and and good for him. I mean, what a moment. I mean, the guy had another knee procedure, or he had another huge knee injury a couple months ago. It's nowhere close to 100%. And if you were riding down on Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, the cars to beat, you pr- almost certainly would have put 88 first and probably 11 second. Second, yeah, for, without a doubt.
3: Yeah. How many laps did he end up leading? I'm not sure. Is 100? it 100? It was a lot. Uh, Kyle Busch led yeah. a whole
1: lot of yeah. laps.
4: I know. I thought it was interesting that, I mean, Dale alluded to it again in the post-race audio, but for three different times in three different media sessions, he talked about how good of a plate racer Denny Hammond was, and yeah. Denny went out there and won.
2: There's no doubt. No, um,
4: Dale saw it right away. Dale saw it the last week and a half. He knew that the 11 was going to be somebody
2: he would have to compete with. True x I It's... I know it's just one race. They I made mean, a whole lot of changes at Furniture Row in the off season, but I was listening to an interview Joe Gibbs did on Sirius XM channel ninety. NASCAR channel Shameless ninety plug. just in case you <laughs> just in case
3: you ever wanted to I just I don't listen to that one. I listen to yours. Yeah.
2: Thank you. What's the name of my show? First team. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Just make sure, Davis. Um I I was listening to Coach Gibbs and, and he was saying it is more remarkable to him than ever that a standalone shop in Denver, Colorado, made the finals last year and that they're that competitive. And, and again, I understand now they got a Gibbs engine, but they're that competitive with the class of the field. It, it certainly speaks to Martin Truex Jr.'s talent. Uh, but it also speaks to Barney and those. Guys. I mean, that's amazing. It is amazing what those guys are doing.
3: It is amazing, and I have nothing to add to it. You're right. It is just. It's for not. They do it consistently. Yeah. It's it's fine. You have these teams that will creep up in a Daytona 500 or a plate mm-hmm. race, and you know get a top ten finish, and you're happy for them. But these guys have yeah. proven their medal every week throughout a course of a year. Yeah, and they're they're going to be contending again this year.
2: He also – Coach Gibbs also said something about enjoying the moment after you win one of these, and certainly Dell Jr. was in that position two years ago and was one time prior to that as well. And he said um, he'll never forget after the Redskins won the Super Bowl in 1991 that he was in a car with his wife and some Redskins fan – Opened the door and said, "We got to go get it again next year, Coach. We got to get back here again next year." And he goes, "It's two hours after <laughs> the game." And I wonder if that was Dale Jr. That opened the door and said, "We got to do this again next year." But uh, certainly, we want Coach Gibbs and Denny Hamlin to enjoy uh, this week. They they absolutely. I want them it. to enjoy
3: it so much that they're hungover and they can't yeah. do King well Atlanta. in Atlanta.
2: <laughs> and by the way, I'm so glad they're going to Atlanta this week. Aren't you? Like I it it's just, the way that the schedule is now like honestly if they could go anywhere I wish they would go to Rockingham but if Oh that was no that's what we used to do I know uh but I'm glad they're going to Atlanta it makes it, to me it feels much more natural to go to Atlanta this time of year and then go to Darlington uh Labor Day weekend which to me is where that race uh, has always belonged so I'm pretty pumped about that it just it was kind of a weird Transition to go uh, straight out west, yeah. right after this. So I think that'll be fun to go from Daytona to Atlanta.
3: You just, you just reminded me of something uh, when you said Rockingham. I remember in two thousand four, we're gonna go way, we're gonna go way back to two thousand four, Taylor.
2: Uh, that was Junior's first time.
3: First yep. time he won the Daytona five hundred. But apparently, see that was my first year with Dale, and we just that was my first race to win the Daytona five hundred. But I'm learning as I go here, and I realized that soon thereafter that he had was historically bad at Rockingham, and that was the second race of the year. We go to Rockingham, and he finishes in the top five, uh, maybe fourth, fourth or fifth. And I swear, the celebration for that race was way better than the Daytona 500 win, and I'm not even kidding, guys. Wow. He was that bad at Rockingham that to finish in the top five, he was more stoked about that than, than I remember the Daytona 500 celebration.
2: Well, he's pretty good at Atlanta. and let's, uh, He's good at Atlanta. He's good everywhere now. So let's, uh, let's hope for a great finish. Coming up uh, this weekend, uh, final thoughts that I have just in terms of the Daytona 500. Do I need to congratulate you for Dale Jr. being in every single commercial during every single commercial break? Uh, no. Who do I congratulate
3: on that here <laughs> da- at uh, Junior Motorsports? Dale. Or, and, uh, <laughs> for being, you know, still as relevant as he ever he's ever been. They were good commercials. Too, yeah, no, they don't? were
2: great. They were great. I thought it was funny. Like, if you looked at what was trending on Twitter, it was like all these people, whether they love or can't stand Dale – And it was, for the love of God, it's every commercial. It was great. (laughs) But, no, they were good. I thought the commercials were very good. Um, Do you like Water Cooler Dale? You know what? I was a little disappointed in Water Cooler Dale. Let me tell you why. Because clearly that was filmed here. Right uh, right by our offices, wasn't it, Davis?
4: My office made a cameo.
2: (laughs) Those people, I've never seen those people (laughs) with Dale Jr. Where was Mike Davis and first name Davis? And Where was short game Tony? (laughs) Short game Tony. Where is the rest? Where is the rest of the office that I really see on a daily basis? Well, I think I was fired up when I saw water cooler Dale. I was like, "All right, here comes Mike Davis." No, and there was no
3: Mike Davis. No, there was no first name Davis. First of all, there's a lot more Renee at the front desk didn't make it. Yeah, because they're. Maybe they do work here, Taylor. You just don't know it. I,
2: well, I'm not saying they don't. I've just never seen them before.
3: Hey, what's their names, Davis? Uh, you know the new employees. Oh, Fred commercial. and uh, I, know, yeah. I
2: definitely could have delivered the Facebook. Yes. The line. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: you could have. let yeah. I want to see do. how you would have delivered it.
4: I don't know. I don't know it off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> have you
2: seen that new baby? Yeah, I mean, they yeah. played it
3: enough times during the Daytona 500. You I know, and know. I
4: laughed every time. I
2: thought. Was <laughs> oh, I I thought it was hilarious. I, I thought, man, Mike Davis has been working hard yeah. on these commercials during the off season. <laughs>
3: Well, listen. Nationwide, obviously, every commercial, especially when they're national commercial campaigns like these yeah. are, uh, we all have been working hard on them. But uh, the Goodyear one was something that was kind of came together. I don't want to say last minute, but it that was one where it seemed like we were crunched, uh, and then we shot that a couple months ago. Did we shoot that in the off season? I mean, oh, yeah, we, we, we shot that I, after the after Homestead. You would know
4: better than I would, but it—I'm pretty sure y'all had a time with it in November, December. No,
3: actually, Goodyear. We shot that in December, mm-hmm. and the rest of it we shot in January. So this is just a month ago, that, and so that's a quick turnaround. That's a quick turnaround for a national spot. But I thought that was a good one too.
2: They—they they were yeah, all, good. all good. They were—they were good. And uh, anyway, I just thought it was hilarious the response it got, uh, and people were a little upset uh, that that they were watching Dale Jr commercials instead of the end of Dale Jr's race by the way what they Oh yeah barely got back to
3: Did you have an opinion on that I'm curious
2: on getting back to the did,
3: I mean you know the, all the commercials. Every, everybody's a TV expert on Twitter I I'm just curious did you have an opinion on that
2: I would have strongly prefer, preferred more side by side coverage. Did they, you know
3: they they started the race off with that, did they not?
2: Yes, and then they got away from it obviously until under 30 to go or something like that and then they brought it back. Okay. Um I would have preferred it a lot earlier. And there were a couple of big moments in the race that we didn't really get to see in full, including the end of Dale Jr's race um because of it. And so that was look, I understand. It's the big, Look, I I know the way the world works. And I know how big of a day this is for Fox. Mm-hmm. And and it's going to get a giant number in ratings, as it should. There was no rain. There was no Montoya hitting a jet dryer. There was no crazy – there was no pothole. There was it no was, race
3: to the to Port
2: They had Right, there was normalcy <laughs> with the race. So they're going to get a big number, as they should. And because of that, look, that's a huge day for business, to yeah. get as many big-time advertisers in as possible. In the same respect, you want to service the fans as best you can, and so I, I think that they could have done a better job under 100 laps of doing maybe some side-by-side coverage. Uh, having said that, did you watch the actual television broadcast, Mike, or did you do it the way you typically do?
3: That's interesting you said that. I was going to say, I didn't even realize they were at commercial, and let me tell you why. I was focusing on the imagery on NASCAR.com. Yeah. And... The reason I know this is because I thought there was a glitch in .com because to tell you how how much Dale Jr. was coming, all right, he was in 10th place. Now, I guess they went to commercial right around 9th, 10th place. Uh, He was in 10th place in two laps. He went from 10th to 5th, and he was passing by himself. The reason I know that is because I'm watching it, and I'm watching it from the front looking back because I'm looking at who's, who's pushing him. Yep. And there's no one pushing him. He passed Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch and about two or three other cars by himself. And I'm like, oh, this is one of those computer glitches for NASCAR.com. As it turns out, it was no glitch. The dude was literally passing these guys. And, and what he said in his audio, get lug, lagging back, letting them get a little bit ahead, and then passing him using the wind. I mean, how brilliant is that, right? He was doing it on his own, working the air, using all that experience. And so when he wrecked, like, they were at commercial break. I didn't even know it because I wasn't paying attention to the, to the TV.
2: You know what 95% of the people listening to this podcast have in common? What? They didn't see it. Right. And that's frustrating. No, that's that really, is frustrating. They didn't see what you just described, Junior coming on right. like crazy, that classic run that he always makes on a restrictor plate race at Daytona or Talladega. They missed
3: yeah. it. It was fascinating.
2: And that's, that can't happen. Yeah. You know, that can and listen, I understand it, it's it's luck sometimes is involved with that when you take a commercial break, but to me, especially under 100 laps, you got to have side-by-side coverage of so the Daytona 500.
3: Yeah, it was this would have been like he completed 169. So it was just over 30 laps to go. That's about the time you want Can't wanna, be in commercial with right. 30 laps to go. You got to at least have side-by-side. I yeah. agree.
2: Um I I guess you didn't get to consume this and you didn't uh, you didn't get to see it uh I guess last weekend either. I really, I,
3: I really, really like Jeff Gordon. No, I, I did. I paid attention to that. He's really good. I, I, I really like that too.
2: It was, a, I there. It's funny because of course St- Stevie was his crew chief for a number of years. But I learn so much watching Steve Letarte call a race, and I learned so much with, from Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon and Steve Letarte both, both have an ability to describe a race so that everyone watching can understand it. And it, it and the fact that the neither have been doing it
0: at all long run. Uh,
2: is remarkable their ability to describe that properly on air uh, I'm I really really impressed and look I, a lot of people love DW um, because he's you know a character up there and he's very emotional and all that and I think there's a place for that and I, you know Larry Mack's new responsibility will be interesting to see how that works on Fox's coverage moving forward and um, but. I really – Jeff Gordon is going to be doing this a very long time.
3: I really appreciated what he was doing when he explained the reason why people were losing it off a four in the air. Yeah. Uh, and that actually happened even before Chase Elliott wrecked. Uh, Kevin Harvick, I don't know if his lap two or three or four or something like that. Oh, my God, the safety. he made
2: oh, and Gordon, was amazing. Gordon talked about it. And he said after Junior wrecked, he said, guys, these are, he said that's the single best restrictor plate racer in the world, right. losing it off a of four. And he said Chase lost it, Harvick lost it. He said, look at these guys and how much they're struggling off a of four. Right. And, of course, Junior talked about how tight it was with the win there. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to enjoy watching him do the broadcasts for many, like many people listening, I despised him for many years. You know, if you love Dale Jr., you couldn't stand Jeff
3: Gordon, especially before they were teammates,
2: especially if you were at a certain race in Talladega that I attended a number of years ago.
3: So far we've had two podcasts this year, and both that, that 2006 Talladega race, was it 2005 or six. Uh, regardless. Um, it's been brought up by yeah. Taylor. He's still, he is yeah. mad about that
2: makes my blood boil. It really does. But I'm really going to enjoy him on television. I, I am. so.
3: I'm glad you have found a way to appreciate Jeff Gordon.
2: Yeah. It's taken a long time. <laughs> it took him coming off the racetrack definitely, and putting on a suit. It definitely, but he has found a way to appreciate it, Jeff Gordon. And I hope he doesn't go back on the racetrack because I rescind <laughs> all those comments. Hey, Junior Nation members, did you know that you can get a special discount when you switch to Nationwide? Call one eight five five three four six nine one three zero. 346 9130 That's 855 346 9130 or visit nationwide.com forward slash junior nation for more information. Nationwide is on your side. Let's listen to some radio chatter presented by Nationwide.
0: All right, buddy. Coming to the green. All right, pace car is in. Leaders 10 for the mark. Leader is five away. Ready. Go, go, go. go, 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 go. It all stall feels really slick. 10 four, we'll see if we can help you out. Here, at Chase, might have said he got tight and then it snapped. I understand. I had seen a handful of guys do it earlier uh, when I notified you there. It's definitely a characteristic back there, even second and third row. Yeah, the wind's just blowing right in the door, pushing you across the track. 10-4, buddy. Clear me low, yeah. yeah, copy that. No hole yeah, buddy. I'll get you low as soon as I can. Still lined up down there. Lined up down there. No hole yet, lined up there the one. This one help you here, he's a good little shove here. There you go, can't get you down there yet. 22's there, 42's behind him. No hole yet, buddy. At your door of the 22. At your door of the 22, you're clear by one and a half. to the. Lined up there still, no hole, buddy. No hole, can't get you down yet, can't get you down yet. There you go, still lined up. Here comes the one, he's one off of you, no help though. Coming to you the one. I might be able to get you down behind this 42. Clear low, clear low, clear by two, clear by two. Still clear, the five's coming though. No. He is coming with a run down there. Inside the five, the is trying to go with him. Inside, no hole yet. No hole. No hole. Need some front down, I don't know. Got the track, I'm a little bit loose entering, real tight, all the rest of the corner. Okay, 10-4. Next three, four cars all in line with you on the bottom. Still rolling good in front of you here. Rolling good in front of you. Still lined up outside there, no hole. Lined up outside. Funny. Say hi. stay high. Let's see over, Craig. Come on, low. Come on come on come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Clear outside, outside. Keep coming, everybody. Outside, outside. Seven's one back higher than you. We're gonna get four tires. I need some front downforce. force. 4 four. We're gonna do four here. Fuel. Two rounds out of left rear. Yeah, we're we're tight off of the corner, but we're real we're pretty loose in. Just no. No downforce, no grip, so it's just uh, eh. I can't really get to do what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, hopefully these four tires help you out, they will help us for uh, later on. Getting a lot of two tires up front still. Yeah, we had uh, I think one or two take two tires up there. Yeah, I can't imagine, it's, it's it tracks incredible how much uh, slicker it is this time. Tens trying to get to you outside. Door, bumper, clear. Tens trying to follow you. Good work. So wreck two, wreck two. Caution is out, caution is out. Uh, they hit in the middle of the corner and then slid down the racetrack. Keep your eye out for debris. Leave a little gap in front of you. Guys, we're gonna do four tires here. Fill it up with fuel, one out of both freers. Another air pressure adjustment. Make sure your fans are off. All right, we're getting on the splitter a little bit with your changes in air pressure. Um, I just need more grip in the front and the back. I need 60% in the front, 40 in the back. Four tires, full of fuel, one out of both rears. Caution's out, caution's out, caution's out. Debris checking up here. Watch for mirror, keep coming there. Oh, there you go. Watch for debris in this area here. I don't I can't see anything, but... Yeah, we just drove through it all. all over three and four. Tire debris? Down four. Yeah, just push it, you know, just no front grip. No front down force. like i got the fenders knocked off of it. Yeah. you think you uh, ran over debris on all four? I ran over tire on all four. But no metal or nothing. Hey okay, guys, we're gonna have to take four here. One round out of the right rear. Do you feel anything hit there? Yeah, I feel like I'm all over the splitter. I feel like I'm on the splitter good, but not. You know, I don't know if that's hurting me on exit there, but not, not hitting anything in the crossmember. Okay, got four tires on there. Couldn't take the chance of running over that debris, having flat left. So got a little air back in the front. Another uh, round out of the right rear, trying to get to some speed. Yeah, I don't need speed really. I just we need a body, got a little grip in this daytime, I feel like I ain't got no aero you know, downforce, I know we've been uh, trimming it out and all that stuff, maybe we should have done a little bit of that splitter, but to help it, 10-4, be right. this sets us up nice for the end here, still rolling good there, I don't know, there's nothing in front of Jimmy there, lined up outside, the other spun out, don't worry about it, copy buddy, TJ, we gotta come with the, If they're coming in front of us, we gotta come. They're coming. Okay, with these guys, two right side tires, don't slide them. Balance is not good at traffic. do oh, two tires. Mix this off, we have to put four tires on it. Alright, just the 11 here now, just the 11, you got no help here buddy, just keep up the up here, the 10 will be slow here. Inside, still down at 11, 19 is one and a half off of him, still there, still there, clear, low line. clear, 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 about one, push your way, Slow car up top, outside door, bumper, clear, 19 is two back, he is clear, 19 is clear, real tight in front of you, bumper to bumper, door, bumper, you cleared the 11, you cleared the 11, you cleared him, 19 did not clear him, 19 did not, Alright. Still down there. Looking to the 20 clear low, clear low, clear low. No runs. The twenty-two is clear in your mirror. One and a half back. Side by side behind the twenty-two. Coming to you the twenty-two, he's right with you. Looking. You're still clear. He's right with you. Right with you. Levin's one behind him now. Alright. Inside. Door. Bumper. 22s is coming. Your help The twenty-two clear the three. Clear the three. Here's the fourteen. Door pulling him. Bumper. Bumper. He's still gonna be there. He doesn't have help, though. Three's gonna get to him, though. You're gonna keep slow off the corner here. Here they come. Here comes the three at your bumper. And looking in there, the three. Keep coming, buddy. Hold the brake here, hold the brake. Straight it out, Straight it out, Straight it out. Caution will be out here. Hold the brake here. Sorry right, about that, guys. Okay, guys, we're gonna have to go behind the wall here. Let me know if y'all aren't gonna fix it. TJ, we're done.
2: It's a frustrating way to hear the end of that uh, right there. Uh, A disappointing way to finish the Daytona 500, but fascinating communication. It's as good as ever between T.J., Greg Ives, and Dale Jr. It's Radio Chatter replay presented by Nationwide. It's interesting hearing Junior talk basically the entire race about grip and needing more of it
3: nonstop. I mean, we spent a hundred laps trying to find a good handle on it. They they made some really big changes uh on those pit stops. I mean, you're talking about rounds in, rounds out, air pressure, uh uh that's on the, the first the first pit stop, the second pit stop, the third pit stop. They were making some pretty big changes trying to find the right balance on that. And I think that just goes back to what we were saying at the beginning of this. This was the first time they were really drafting hard in the big forty car pack. Uh, during the daytime, and uh, they, they they didn't hit on it. Yeah, They didn't hit on it. And so it, it was certainly good at, there towards the end, uh, but uh, probably, I, you know, do you think it could have beaten uh, those pack of Gibbs cars? I mean, it could have contended.
2: Yes, I do. If there's yeah. one person in the world that could have done it, well, yes. Sure. And I'm not trying to be a homer here just right. to be a fan. I'm just being honest with you. Because of the way that car was coming on that last run, Yes. I mean, I think that obviously he was going to have to change his game plan in turn four, especially without any help. He would have to be much more conservative, and that's not something he could have expected or realized um, going into the race with plenty of other people having the same issues. But I I do think that given the, the times he has competed and won some of these restrictor plate races, often without
3: any help whatsoever. He was passing them without help.
2: I think he that, could right? have I think he could have done it again. It would have been extremely difficult. And I look, I don't care if anybody has a problem with me saying this. I don't think there's anyone else in the field that could have done it alone. I think he's the only one. Yeah. Okay. I thought um,
4: the TJ's work was like right before he spun out in four. TJ like, got him through all the yeah. passing, Mick was like fascinating. Dude, shattered. it was, it like was TJ fascinating. TJ was like talking to him. You could hear like all the different, like big 11, 22. You heard him passing them
5: all.
2: I want to make sure he's not around right because right, I'm you're done. Going. I am done giving him yeah. compliments to his face because I right after they won the Can Am duel, I, I texted him. I said, Man, you are the best. I mean, listening to him call that victory, he's the best. And he said, yeah, you're texting every other spotter, telling them yeah. they're the best, too. Like, that's how, you know, how funny he is. And, and I'm like, that's it. I've had it with you. Yeah. I can't even give you a compliment anymore. I was like, the Bills stink. That was the next thing that I wrote him. And he uh, got but, some TV time yesterday. Oh, my God. He got yeah. a tremendous amount of t- TV time. And Jeff Gordon was raving about his ability to spot, as he should. Um, but he is. He's the best in the business, man. His communication is so good. Uh, And it's really, really good at restrictor plate racing. And Dale Jr. has made reference to it often. But I think he's the best in the business, period, because of the way he's able to communicate and what he can see up there. Go up there. Go up to a spotter stand or or go as high as you can in one of these structures and and use the
3: greatest binoculars in the world. I'm telling you, that's not easy to do. No, no. And, uh, you know, at the plate tracks, there is nobody better than TJ. Yeah, and I'm not so sure there uh, there's anybody better in than, than the non-plate tracks. But at right. the plate tracks, that's who you want in there on your radio.
2: By the way, uh, uh, who was uh, who was my man that was pouring soft drinks in the uh, in the pit stall? There. You know, I did catch I, that, I, but I, don't, I saw them. Who they was it on that. TV? But I, yeah. I didn't. see It wasn't see Adam the Jordan. It uh, but it, one of the guys on the crew. Poor and soft. That was really cool. I've never seen that before. Oh, that, that's that's a long yeah.
3: tradition in NASCAR. It makes it sticky.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pit stall was re- very slick, and DW was saying maybe it's from all the 24-hour racing that's been going on, all the oil that had yeah. uh, been dropped in the pits. But, Next time uh,
3: you're at the racetrack, before the race starts, if you're on pit road and you're walking, you know, yeah. the, the the drivers have got in there and just walk through the pit stall and – you'll feel like it's uh, just nothing but Elmer's glue You know, on there, it's funny.
2: So. I've, I, I've noticed that, like stepping on it, but I've never seen him pouring the soft drinks as yeah. many times as I've been in there. But I thought that was cool uh, there on Sunday. So good reaction theaters. Well, good uh, radio chatter stuff presented by Nationwide. Now it's time for reaction theater. This could get interesting. Here we go.
6: A year ago, I dumped my girlfriend for the Daytona 500. A year later, Amelia dumps me. But damn.
3: Nine beers. <laughs> <laughs> the nine beers. Uh, you know, uh, Amelia is not necessarily done. I mean, they just need to put a front clip on her. Yeah. But that being said, Amelia is an old race car. I mean, it's dang near antique-ish, being that it was built in 2014. They have built a, a new restrictor plate car, so who knows if it's seen its last primary race. I mean, it may be a good back, and We'll see. I mean, they could put a front clip on it and take it to the wind tunnel. If it blows well, then it, it'll be back.
2: I think it's funny that Dale Jr. is surprised at the media reaction to him na- naming a race car. I find it funny that he thinks there was a m- more media coverage than he expected when he names a race car. I love Amelia. But if Dale Jr. is going to, and I, I understand he's done naming him, but if he's going to name a race car, I can promise you, the entire free world's going to run with it. Yeah. Self-included. Yeah. What's next?
6: Old Greg, you f***ed up, man. You said he needed four tires. You kept them on two, and we all know what happened after that. Boom. So maybe next time, you got to remember, Earnhardt's need four tires, baby. Dale, yeah, get them next week. Get them this <laughs> season. It's our year.
3: <laughs> Earnhardt's do like four tires. That is a fact. I don't think Greg screwed up. I don't. I, I think you got to take. I'm going to tell you something. If that, uh, if that last pit stop had been under green, I think they take no tires. Hmm. Interesting. They take no tires. You splash and go. Get enough fuel to the end. That's just my opinion. But they took two. It was under caution. You might as well go ahead and take two. But uh, I don't know, man. I think the the race dictated itself when Junior ran through Greg Biffle's tire debris. He had to take four there because you don't know what, if you might you know, cut a tire or anything like that. You don't want to take that chance. You put on four there. You don't need to put on four again, uh, not if you're trying to get the track position and that advantage. I thought it played out well. He just spun out.
2: Do you prefer when callers call in and say bleepin' Biffle or bleepin' Vickers? Which one do you like better?
3: Uh, personally, I've always enjoyed the Biffle. Yeah. Uh, Biffle ones, um, but uh, you know both Vic, have a uh, ring to them. Yeah, but Vic, you know uh, Vic, you talk about not having a great speed weeks. Vickers didn't have a great speed weeks, But I also will say, it's got to be very difficult to just jump back in a car um, like that. And you know, yeah, a few I weeks ago, you
2: had no idea what you're
3: going to do. Right? You know, we were listening to that radio chatter. I wrote a note to you. We forgot to even mention because it really didn't affect our race much. But we, it could have. He was almost taken out by Vickers when he was sliding across the track. And we barely missed that wreck. Bleep the needle. Yeah. Bleeping Vickers. Who's next?
6: <laughs> well, that was a disappointing end to a race. I wish Dale Jr. couldn't have wrecked like that. But, he, you know, that happens. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, uh, the finish is pretty cool, pretty close. But the sum it up, Lefter Jr. fell out, who gives a flying who won. I really don't give a damn that Denny Hammond won. He's a rat-faced little snake in the grass. I don't like him. He won that the 500. He better not have a damn reason to cry like a little the rest of the season. And he, could think, he, could, he could just think, you know, he could thank all the NASCAR for sucking Toyota's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he would've still been running ten laps to go. He would've whooped their ass. But, <laughs> hell yeah. Go get them at Atlanta with PSW and get in the damn chase again.
2: Holla. <laughs> hey, you gotta send that dude something, man. That's that's an all timer right there. That's a first. That's <laughs> no, an all that's an all timer. I never yeah. thought I could see first name Davis laugh as hard as he used to when he pulled whiners uh, for an old show we used to do. On the Weiner line in Charlotte. But that was right there with it on Reaction Theater.
3: <laughs> How much did you laugh when you first heard that one, Davis, last night? That
4: was really funny. Uh, this, that wasn't even my favorite one. but it was Oh, one wow. Yeah, really?
3: Yeah. really?
4: Not right. as much cussing in the other one I like, but that one was fantastic. All right. all right.
3: What's
2: next?
6: Okay. First of all, congrats to Jimmy Hamlin and Trey for a great finish at the end. Would love to see Delgier be involved in the end. But because the good guy's great decision-making of not getting the junior four tires when Jira was calling for four at the pit, the junior spun out because he didn't have four tires ripping the racetrack. So I seen some screw up a possible win there for our junior. Hopefully better call in Atlanta. Hashtag #NoBeer yeah. Hashtag no beer. Hashtag straight passion.
3: I don't think Junior knew that that was the last pit stop, to be honest with you. Because if you notice, go back and listen to the Raider chatter that Davis played. He says, on our next pit stop. Well, there wasn't going to be a next pit stop. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't saying that I should have taken four there. He said, on our next stop, I need four tires. Uh, clearly he likes his tires. I
2: think he meant in Atlanta is what he meant.
3: Because that's what it's going to be. That's where the next pit stop is going to be. I think he meant
2: for our first pit stop in Atlanta. We need
3: to make Uh, note of that. We'll see if he actually gives you four tires (laughs) on his first pit stop (laughs) in Atlanta. Who's next?
6: Well, not the ending we were hoping for. I was hoping we'd lose Amelia to the Daytona USA Museum. I didn't want us to lose her to the damn inside wall, though. God, when she hit the wall, my heart broke right along with her. She's going to be missed. But anyways, I'm ready for the season. I'm I'm ready for Atlanta. Let's,
2: let's go win that damn race. Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. Let's do it. I'm moving on. Who's next? Well, this sucks. I hate it for Junior. Um, great
6: car. Hopefully, they're able to fix it. She's going to be okay. Can't, you know, be mad when somebody's trying to get the best out of the car when it's not handling that great. It um, sucks Toyota win. I hate Toyota with a passion. And Jeff Gordon, you asshole. Do us all a favor in Junior Nation, and don't pick Junior to win any more races. You, thanks for
2: the jinx. Gas. I mean, it wasn't that much of a reach that he would pick Jeff Go- or Dale Junior yeah, to win. Him and
3: every other person in the world yeah. picked Dale Junior.
2: It was interesting. I mean, Hendrick didn't have a good day. The guy in his car had a terrible day. Wrecked out very quickly. Junior doesn't have the finish he wants. I, it was crazy. I mean, you think of all the people associated with Jeff Gordon. <laughs> they didn't have the best day in his first race. Were we Out. not
3: talking on this last podcast that uh, the pole winners in the Daytona 500 recent history yeah. have just had terrible Here, Daytona 500s? We did 500s. last week. Yeah,
2: I think like we went through
4: the last five. Yeah. Yeah. Talked about all of them. There uh, was, like, storylines of each one with, like, Jeff last 500, Austin in the three, Danica. Right, yeah. And each one of them didn't finish well.
6: Who's next? Well, I think that was a decent finish. Wait for it. could both I can't decide what's worse, Shell Jr. getting wrecked or Denny Hamlin winning the race. It's like a double whammy of horse and cow just mixed together. What a late wait for it, f***ing day. Go get him next week at Atlanta. Hell yeah, we all know who would have won that if, if the 88 was already out there, he would have won the race. We know that. So, damn it. bullshit. In
2: a, hell yeah. See you next week. Uh, oh, I've missed this thing so much. Dale Jr. wrecking out is worse than Hamilton, just for the it's worth.
3: I know that when he wrecked, it uh, you know the the front end of the car looked completely demolished, right? But I thought Carl Edwards' car looked almost as demolished. So when he wrecked. I wasn't so sure that we couldn't just fix it and stay on the lead lap. <laughs> how about Danica?
2: Danica looked like she'd been amputated out there, yeah. her car, the tin right. car, when it came back yeah. out there. But but Carl was there contending yeah. for the win. It was how, like flapping in the wind. How about Davis' ability to bleep all the tweets, uh, bleep all the bleeps? I yeah. think, the are, the I think he said
4: in that last ten seconds he said about four F words. Yeah. So um, I'm
2: going to throw my old man, uh, Hitman, under the bus. <laughs> there would have been nine F-bombs. He <laughs> if he was producing this. <laughs> well
3: on done. purpose or on accident? Accident. Yeah. I didn't know There's too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> Who's
6: next? Well, f- that sucked. Guess we'll go get him next week in Atlanta. Good showing, Junior. Got mired in the pack and handling sucked, but we we'll was making moves at the end and just lost it. Go get him next weekend.
2: That's what we're going to do. Time to go to the ATL, everybody. Who's next? Well, Greg, guys, after having me support you all
6: during the 2015 campaign, the honeymoon is officially f***ing over. How many got? How many times does your driver have to tell you he needs four tires? He doesn't have enough grip. And you bring him in for two f***ing tires. How many times did God tell you he needs four tires? F***. I knew he needed four tires when I'm in my living room in Dallas, Texas, for Christ's sakes. So he's right there in front of you. And Dale Jr., don't think I'm not pissed at you either, son. You know you need four tires. Don't leave the guy <laughs> f***ing box so you have four <laughs> tires. F***. How hard is that? Say, I'll leave when you change the other side, God. i <laughs> And now I got to go run. It's raining in Dallas, Texas. I'm pissed off. I'm in such a bad mood. I don't know how I'm going to handle The Walking Dead tonight. I don't know what's up with Carl. I mean, damn, I've got high anxiety here. And Mike Davis sucks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Daddo, I've missed you. You know what I just did? I've been meaning, (laughs) I I, I always forget the name, but for some reason, when he calls in on Reaction Theater, I remember, and, and I strongly encourage you to do the same. He hasn't tweeted in a while, but at Sloppy Yellow, you've got to follow that man on Twitter.
3: Do you know that uh, recently on Twitter, Taylor, you saw this because you and I were texting afterwards. We got into a discussion with a couple fans about sponsoring White Flag segment. Yes. And Dado emailed me, he says, for all that is important to me in my life, I need Sloppy Yellow to be the sponsor of White Flag the week before Texas. And he goes, on one condition, you have to read my script verbatim. Oh, so I, I said, for that. I will do it. I can't wait for that. He goes, How much does that cost? I said, Just send the script. We'll, we'll read it for there. No, no,
2: you need to give him a price.
3: <laughs> I'll but give him a price.
2: I would love to read this script um, with Dado's blessing before you have to read it. Do you think he actually ran? Uh, no, not no yesterday. Way. No, but I, man, that's certainly not in the rain.
3: Yeah, I
4: love that. I love that. Passion it ruined today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ruined Walking Dead for him. Tonight. I got to tell you, that was well, it wasn't McGrew level hate. The Dado was spitting right there, but it wasn't far off. Towards Ives, just what, now.
3: What was Datto's
2: oh, he hated, term
3: with McGrew? What was that? I, I can't remember. I can't
2: remember what he called him. But
3: that man, uh,
2: there, if if I were whatever uh, McGrew doing now, I'd follow a restraining order. Yeah, I if can't I remember
3: I what he used to say. Anyway. Who's next? Okay.
6: Obviously, this
3: isn't what I had in mind
6: when I hashtagged Amelia's last ride. Oh well, I'm done with it. It's over. On the happier things, just want to know. How many more water-cooler Dales were you going to see uh, with just those two clips? <laughs> how many more water-cooler
3: Dale? Dale, yeah. F- Toyota. Well, I'll answer that by saying this. How many times did you see the Dale Jr. Uh, it Takes a Nation commercial campaign during the race season last year? Uh, quite frequently. <laughs> That's how much you'll probably see water-cooler Dale or variations of it.
2: Or the um, – yeah – all the people in his life. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, that was
3: probably like eight times a race.
2: I was hoping we'd see Natalie. I mean, like in this, in this, you know, water cooler Dale deal. I thought we were going to see, re- you know, people I usually see in the office.
3: Those people, you still assume that those weren't employees.
2: I'm just saying, I never seen any of them. They may before. be
3: the best employees we got here.
2: Just, I think short game Tony should have made the. Should have made the cut, man.
3: You know, Fred, he's a great accountant, right, Davis? And that, uh, 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 what was her name? Barbara, she's... Um, yeah, got a pretty baby. <laughs> she got That's a pretty right. baby. That's right. <laughs> Where?
2: I just want to... Miss Renee deserves to be in the commercials, too. Who's next? I'm
6: so disappointed. My man did it win.
0: We'll get them in the end. I'm very disappointed. It's just one week,
3: and we've got next week. Go, Jr. Dale Yeah. Was that a dog or a husband? <laughs> Same thing. But uh, regardless,
2: it, it's, it's good. It added to it, I thought.
3: That's right. She could sing. Yeah.
2: There's still yeah. your reaction the first time Dale Yeah guy called. Uh, came on and started singing. Oh, what happened to Kicking the Delia? That's that man? ass, cars going fast. Your, I thought you're gonna have a heart attack. Oh, that was, that was great. the best. That was in terms of just raw reaction that you've ever had. The
3: Delia singing man was one of the all time greats. That that guy. And we haven't heard from him in a year, at least. Who's next? Amelia. She
2: deserved better. We should have wrapped her in gold and rolled out the red carpet for her. But it's okay. It's going on, let's come win some damn races this year. Let's go get It's my man, Brock, isn't it?
3: Did you have to tinker at all with the levels on that, yeah. Davis? Uh, I'm just yeah, curious. I did, yeah.
4: and it was a lot longer than that. But I,
3: <laughs> I just, yeah, that was Tim Brock yeah. doesn't know what a short message is. No, no, no.
4: I enjoyed it, though. He was good. He should keep calling. We got one more, Davis? One more.
3: Well, Amelia kind of
6: disappointed us today. Dale got on uh, Twitter and apologized. He shouldn't apologize. As far as I'm concerned, the Daytona 500, it's checkers or wreckers. Our guy is always going for the win. Okay, not today. Wasn't our day. But damn it, our driver is always going for it. And if he spins out going for it, I don't give a crap. I don't give a d-t. I don't give a sh-t. Our guy is going for it, and that's why we love him. No apologies. Dale, yeah. Quite a few beers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Dale, yeah. I love it. Reaction Theater is open 24-7, 365. All you have to do is call toll-free, 1-855-740-1902. If you do call toll-free, please send a picture of that to Taylor Z Radio. Spy will be on site at Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend. So make sure you stop by their pop-up shop in the fan zone by Gate 13 to enter to win prizes from Spy and Dale Jr. That's Gate 13, the pop-up shop in the fan zone. All right, it's time to throw the white flag.
3: White flag right there, white
2: flag. All right, first of all, before you read White Flag, Mike Davis, the reaction that you got and to some degree I got on Twitter to people wanting to participate in this part of the download was remarkable. It It speaks to how incredible Junior Nation is and how supportive people are of this podcast. Um, You can make checks payable to Taylor Zarzer. That's Z-A-R. Is that how this works? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) The uh, Taylor Zarzer Foundation? Yes, the Taylor Zarzer Foundation. Support Katie and Grace through College Foundation. (laughs) Yes. I know you're a big fan of that, Davis. Yeah, I would love to send it college. Right? Are you still
3: paying back college loans, Davis? No. Okay. You're all done. You paid in cash, probably.
4: No, I just uh, luckily graduated with no loans.
3: Hey, listen, I, I I think I, I want to add one more thing to, to your point. We were talking about the Dale Yes singing guy. Yep. I think Submarine Mike often calls with a song. I think that we should make a contest, and maybe this is how you, det- how you become the sponsor of White Flag, perhaps. We need a new song. Don't you agree? Yeah. We need a song. We haven't had a you know, submarine Mike like, likes to write and sing songs based off the race, and I got, I appreciate that. That's a talent that nobody else has. But we need a Dale Yes song, or a Dale Junior download song, or a reaction theater song.
0: I like it. I like it. I,
2: I
3: want to know who can bring it, who can bring it. You know, I mean, so regardless of Dale Junior that lady performance, could sing.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, if you, regardless or maybe if it has something to do with Dale Junior's performance in Atlanta or not, let's hear him. You know, I next hear week on got. Reaction Theater. I like that. Hey, speaking of singing, this week's uh, White Flag is sponsored by Chris Stapleton. That guy is a monster. You like Chris he Stapleton? He is the man. Is he not? He is. He wait, is. wait, wait. Is he better? Natalie's giving. I'm telling you, he is
3: the man. Is he better than Eric Church?
2: I mean, I don't, I'm not as close of friends with him as I am. I don't know. No, him. come on. Him at all. Yes or
3: no? Is he better than Eric Church?
2: This guy is as good as anyone. I'll say that. He's as good as anyone. I am incredibly biased when it comes to Eric. But Chris Stapleton's music is as good as anybody's right now in the world. And he's sponsoring. His music this week is sponsoring. I, I'm going
3: to say he just said he's better than Eric Church. That's not. what it sounded like to me.
2: Nope. Didn't say that. He's not as good as Eric.
4: He's good. He's not as good as Eric.
2: His first I'm record. Phenomenal. It
3: was good. Yeah. It was good. All right, so this white flag is brought to you by Chris Stapleton's album. We desperately need a sponsor on this if we're going to albums now that Taylor likes. But uh, listen, I'm going to start with this, just so you guys know. Dirty Mo Radio had a total of nine different. Oh, stop it! <laughs> Dirty Mo Radio had a total of nine different podcasts from five different programs last week. Just last week alone. Nine different podcasts. Said Junior had four all on its own because Dell Junior kept ending up in the media center. The download had two. Door bumper clear. Junior Motorsports up front. And Historically Speaking each launched their season debuts. My point is, folks, Dirty Mo Radio is where Dell Junior fans go to get their info and stay up to date on all things Junior. So please do us a favor. Rate, review, subscribe, support us. Share them with your friends. The podcast with your friends on social media continue to help us build Dirty Mo Radio up. You won't be uh, you you won't be disappointed. All right. After a long arduous speed week, Dale Jr. actually gets today off. So I hope he enjoys it because I'm sure we have work for him tomorrow. Uh, Actually, we do have work for him tomorrow. Uh, That's the next bullet here on this list, Taylor. Uh, He's got competition meetings as he as the team prepares for Atlanta. Um, I imagine at some point we'll have a beer toast as well. That usually happens on Tuesdays. I mean, we won Daytona. We might even want to have two beer toasts, to be honest with you. I actually already toasted. Five beer tests, yeah. I, I had my toast as, as soon as we crossed the you know start finish line. I did though. too. Uh, but anyway,
2: first name Davis did also. Hey, now apparently, yeah, I game for the beer test. <laughs>
3: yeah, All <laughs> All right, on Thursday, Dell Jr. has some production work to do for True Timber. In case you didn't know, True Timber camo is what Dell Jr. wears. Go to truetimber.com and find a retailer near you. Uh, Davis, uh, it's tax season, just, it just, is. just so I you know. know. Okay, I'm excited, uh, still young, paying taxes, and, and I gotta be Sorry. honest with you. We've done our part. We won the race. Mm-hmm. You know, Junior didn't win the Unlimited, but we won the, the Xfinity race.
4: Jay saved his butts when he said it in media set. That's right.
3: So now, uh, dear listener, it's your turn. File your taxes with taxlayer.com. It's quick and easy. Uh, you'll get a maximum return. Now, there's just no doubt about that. You know, you know what
2: makes doing your taxes a little easier? What's that? Listening to Chris Stapleton.
3: Oh goodness. Here we go. Yeah, Is this the part where... Is this the part where Dirty Mill Radio gets sued for using yep. Chris Stapleton's song? Probably. So this was our last podcast, <laughs> yes, ladies <yeah>. and gentlemen. <laughs> Don't bother rating and reviewing anymore. Yes. It won't matter. You know what? <laughs> Check that part out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, listen, um, while you're at taxlayer.com learn more about how you can enter to win an all-inclusive vacation to Myrtle Beach. Is that still that's still happening, yeah, yeah, right? Myrtle Beach? There's yeah. actually a link that you should go to to Myrtle Beach. Go to Junior Motorsports' uh, Twitter feed, and mm-hmm. Davis is always tweeting that link out. Use that link to go file your taxes because that actually helps us. I won't explain why. Just trust me on okay. that Okay,
5: that makes sense. Nah.
3: We've got Atlanta this week. Uh, the Xfinity race is on Saturday. Uh, we'll have Elliot Sadler, Justin Algar and wait for it. Kevin Harvick is back in the 88. Don't know if you know this, but he happens to win everything in Atlanta. He
2: won last year. He does. For he us. likes Atlanta a lot. So got us another beer toast.
3: Maybe. Are you calling it? I'm what you no, i do
4: No, I said last year he got us a beer toast.
3: You're so just saying you're two in a row. Here's, yeah. what, here's what Davis is predicting. He's going to drink beer regardless of what happens, <laughs> so he'll be toasting.
2: I would kind of enjoy a a uh, Sadler interview with Elliot Sadler. <laughs> would you, <laughs> <I'd be lying laughs> about you? That's pretty good.
3: Yeah. All right, so that race is going to be on Fox Sports 1. Uh, Sunday's Cup race will feature Dale Hart Jr. in the number 88 Nationwide Chevrolet. Taylor, do you like this new paint scheme? I do. It's pretty sporty. It? it is pretty sporty. Really, yeah. under the lights, it looks good. Yeah. Um, uh oh, you got a, you no, had a no, deep I just, thought. I, I can see your wheels turning.
2: I was just thinking about when you asked me if I liked Chris Stapleton as much as Eric Church. I like Eric Church more than Chris Stapleton. I had to th- I don't know why I'd even think about that for a second. Partly because I know I won't be sued if I play Eric Church's music. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. Way to go. <laughs> So, uh, listen, Last that cup race will be on Fox uh, again this weekend. That's it, guys.
2: Can I tell you one, one funny, very quick Eric Church story? Tell me. One time um, we were in a, a field in Nowhere, Alabama, and First Name Davis was there, and Eric Church was huh. there, and uh, Eric said, hey, man, how are you getting home tomorrow? And I pointed at First Name Davis, and he <laughs> said, you're going to have to use the bleep button. Yeah. The only thing Eric Church has ever said to First Name Davis in his life, that's not a I you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Were you beer toasting, yeah. Davis? Yeah, we had several
4: beer toasts. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Courtesy of Jake Peavy. Yes, we did.
3: Good stuff. All right. White you- flag, sponsored by Chris Stapleton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, good stuff this
2: week. Uh, Davis, have fun putting that all together. I for first name Davis, for Dale Earnhardt Jr., for Miss Natalie, for Mike Davis.
3: My Last name is- Davis. <laughs> My name is Taylor
2: Zarzer, and you've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download, presented by Spy. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio.
4: Hey, Junior Nation. Thank you for listening to the Dell Jr. Download presented by Spy. Be happy with the all-new Spy Dell Jr. Paint Scheme Sunglasses. It's called Delivery Series. They're available in the popular Dirty Mo', General, Dega, McCoy, and Admiral frames. Get yours today at spyoptic.com.